Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first vegan episode of the Mess All Podcast. I hope you are all ready for this as much as we are. We don't usually do vegan stuff. But uh, I want to actually correct you on that, Dave. We often do vegan stuff. A lot of candy yes, is vegan. Yes. Oreos, vegan, for example. Yes, so you are right. We just don't normally do alternatives. and Meat alternatives. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. You're we right. don't look for vegan. It just a lot of the stuff happens to be vegan. Yeah, so... We have a bunch of different meat alternatives, protein I, alternatives. So so we got a box delivered, <laughs> vegan meats from the Very Good Butchers. So this, <laughs> this is a company out of BC who make minimally processed meat alternatives. And they include things they say uh, that you have in your kitchen, like beans and herbs and veg. They call themselves bean butchers. Yes, I saw that. And I thought it was pretty awesome on the website. <laughs> yeah, kind of. There's actually this cute picture of t-shirts that have a bean on it that's like has X's in its eyes like it's dead and it has a little O for its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so they started in farmer's markets in Denman Island, BC, and then a couple of years later they opened up a store in Victoria um, or a plant-based butchery. Okay, nice, nice. Um, they were actually on Dragon's Den in 2018, but they didn't get a deal. Oh, we could have had this on our Dragon's Den episode. Yeah, so while it's still hot, I'm going to stop talking. Let's dig in. What do we have first? Shall we do an ad first? So we will dig in after this quick ad. (laughs) This is not sponsored by the Better Butcher or anything like that. But what we are sponsored by... Tell me more. We are part of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial, and... If you saw our live episode on Monday, you would have been able to see our mascot, Wilbur, the pig with the big... Melvin. Melvin, sorry. Always correcting, so thank you. Wilbur's, I think, is from Charlotte's Web. (laughs) I think. So, big shout out to Melvin and our mascot. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. Park Power is a small business, and like many of you, it has been closely monitoring the news on COVID-19 and the world's rapidly changing circumstances. While many of their team are currently working remotely, the way Park Power does business has not changed, and their commitment to exceptional customer service will remain. Find out more about Park Power's response to COVID-19 outbreak at parkpower.ca. So I'm excited. Like you said, this is still hot. Let's get into it. What do you want to try first? We have like six different things. You cooked it. What do you think? What is this one? That's roast beast. Roast beast. (laughs) Reminds me of Dr. Seuss. (laughs) I know this one has a mustard glaze. Yeah, it was kind of mustardy on the outside. Um, So I don't like mustard. It's grainy. You can see the mustard on the outside. So I'm a little apprehensive just for that reason. It smells interesting. Looks kind of like a sausage. I like the texture of it. It had very nice texture. It had a good flavor. Yeah, the I mean, uh, although mustard isn't what I like, yeah. I know it did have a nice flavor. It reminded me kind of of a burger. Yeah, kind of like a fast yeah. food burger. Yeah, I get that. 
<laughs> so I'm not a huge mustard fan either. Like I, I'll take it or leave it. The mustard wasn't overpowering on it. Like it was a grainy mustard, and sometimes yeah. I think like a grainy Dijon mm-hmm. is a little bit more overpowering. But it wasn't for that, and I think the flavor came through of like whatever is inside, like the beans and everything. Yeah. But yeah, it was nice. I liked it. Probably a zuki bean. That seems to be in a lot of their oh, okay, okay. products. No, no, this one's kidney beans. So a lot of them have things like barley and apple cider vinegar, different oh, okay. beans. Yeah. yeah, so what's next on our list here? The one that intrigued me the most was the fell. Yeah, it's called deli fell. Yeah, so I'm, I'm expecting it to be like deli chicken or turkey or something. So like I said, this is one that intrigued me the most. It kind of in the package looks a bit like foie gras, but yes. I don't think that's what they're going for because they would have mentioned that in the, uh, it looks, it's in a round, at least you cut it in a round, almost looks kind of like, it gets around like bologna or something. <laughs> oh, it's kind of, stringy sounds the wrong, like the wrong word, but I'm going to go with stringy, almost like pulled pork or something, yeah, is what, yeah. but like formed in a patty is yeah. what it looks like. I'm a big fan of texture. When I'm eating, there's some textures that I really like or some textures that I don't. Like mushrooms, I don't like because of the texture. Lobster, shrimp, they're just turn me off because of the texture of them. I really enjoyed the texture of that. It's not stringy, like you said, but it's hmm. pull apart. It's almost yeah. like when you try to make pulled chicken or something, you can pull the chicken apart. Yeah. And I wonder if this was meant to be eaten cold. So you could have a deli sandwich, like a deli chicken sandwich type or fowl sandwich. You prepared it. Could you have cut it thin? Like Yes. You could have cut it thin like for a sandwich? I cut everything on a thicker side because I wasn't sure of the crumbleness of it. Oh, okay. And when we were cooking it in a frying pan, and I wasn't sure how well it will hold together, so that's why I cooked it a little bit thick, or cut it a little bit thicker. But I think this could be cut, like, really thin for a sandwich. Okay. No, I don't really like, like, deli chicken, sliced chicken, but I like this. And I keep eating it as Avery's (laughs) just, like, looking at me like, don't eat into the mic. (laughs) (laughs) I know what's going through his mind. Editing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but it was good. I think I, I'm looking forward to trying that on a sandwich. I think some nice crisp lettuce or I, I like crisp lettuce. I do like arugula as well. I wish arugula was a little bit more crisp because I like the texture of it. Like I said, I'm a texture eater, but I like the flavor of arugula. Maybe some arugula, a little bit of mayo on a sandwich. Some of that uh, nice slice or thin sliced tomato, a little cracked pepper on there. Just a basic sandwich, but I think that would be good. That's where you're going. I'm going, keep it this thick and eat it. And a lot of the same toppings would be on it. Eat it like a chicken burger. Reminds okay, me of a chicken, yeah. a better chicken burger. Not I, better, um, healthier. Yeah. I wonder how that would turn out if we breaded it. <laughs> in some duck fat. <laughs> and cooked it in duck fat, of course. Yeah. But it does remind me kind of of a chicken burger. Like, not yeah. the best quality, but those, like, ones you just buy. Yeah. Big package at the grocery yeah, but store, I'm, but that's not a bad thing. I'm I like, like those. I'm wondering how well it would turn out to be like a chicken parmesan or something. That's why I'm thinking breading and... Yeah. Yeah, that's an experiment for us. An yeah. experiment sounds like the wrong word. There's a recipe for us to yeah. develop. So the next thing we're going to try is ribs. With a Z. Ribs. Ribs. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot said. It just said about it. Um, jackfruit, which we've had jackfruit on here before. Yes. Which I was really like. Yeah, barbecue sauce, hickory smoke, brown sugar. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, that was during the Super Bowl podcast because we had yeah. Vanda on. And she, she was awesome having it on because like we had uh, vegetarian chili and cinnamon bun. Yeah, but I this smells really good. This ribs. It reminds me, texture wise, the way it looks, like a rib from a McRib sandwich. Yeah, but tastes like twenty times better. Yeah. Whatever yeah. barbecue sauce they used on it is really good. The texture of the jackfruit really good. It's just an overall. Uh, I think this would be perfect on a sandwich. I'm thinking I might love jackfruit. Might be what's yeah. developing here. Yeah, that's really good. I So the way we cooked everything here, I basically seared it in a pan, threw it in the oven to finish it off, keep it warm while we were setting up the podcast. That got really nice on the outside. I wouldn't say it's a hard crust, but just this like caramelization from the barbecue sauce that was on it, yeah. sealing in the moisture of the jackfruit. It was really good. Now, the website has some suggestions how to cook some of the things. Yeah. We didn't really go by that. We just had a lot of things, so put it frying pan, oven, grilled. It would be nice, too. It was, yeah. Yeah. I'm really impressed by this. I'm happy food, so far. So Those fun. first three things were great. But before we get into more of eating, what else do you have for us on the history side or research department? <laughs> Well, I have the the history of meat alternatives. So we all know things like jackfruit, or maybe you haven't heard of things like textured vegetable, vegetable protein, protein, TVP, um, uh, setan, which is wheat gluten, and things like tempeh. But one of the first meat substitutes, and I came across the word for meat alternative meat substitute, is meat analog. <laughs> <laughs> for these things and okay. i didn't really look into the meaning of that word per se but so the first substitute which has been around since around 2206 220 that's been around since the han dynasty in 206 bc or 220 ad can you guess Abe? nope tofu Oh, yeah, I China. guess I should have. And the spread, the rise of Buddhism also helped spread the idea of vegetarianism in China. In medieval Europe, Lent has helped spread the idea as well with things like dried bread in place of cracklings and almonds and grapes for mincemeat because during Lent you couldn't have meat. Okay. The way more recently, <laughs> skip ahead a whole bunch in the 1870s. A whole bunch, eh? <laughs> 1870s, yeah. John Harvey Kellogg, who we talked about with cereal, yes. served soy, nuts, and grains to the patients at a sanitarium. Okay. And then during the world wars in the West with rations, people became interested in meat substitutes and alternatives. Did John Kellogg also do peanut butter as well? No, I think he served it there, but yeah. he didn't really develop it or anything. I think he must have done a lot of foods. I'm going to look yep. more up on John Kellogg because I've heard some like yep. on a different podcast yep. about him doing peanut butter, but like just mushed up peanut butter. A lot of food for people at the sanitarium. I'm kind of intrigued by this, so I'm going to go look some stuff up about that. Yeah, because it was like a wellness spa yeah, kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> He, I know cornflakes is what he developed. He was also, there were all, I want to say, but don't quote me on this. One of the things he was against was masturbation. <laughs> he was kind of known for that. I guess that didn't help with wellness. And then we're going to go ahead to 2013 when Beyond Meat was introduced. Actually, the first to be sold was Beyond Chicken at Whole Foods Markets in 2013. Okay. <laughs> now, I do like Whole Foods. Yeah. 
Beyond Meat is often, and things like that, you know, there's a whole bunch of companies doing that. They're often criticized for being highly processed and full of lots of chemicals, which is kind of why there's other alternatives like the best butchers. Okay, yeah. The very good butchers. (laughs) (laughs) They're often criticized for having lots of chemicals and high in sodium, but... The best response to whether these chemicals are harmful, which everyone's like, oh, chemicals and stuff. And yep. oh, they're trying to like, like kill us. And they is on Reddit, David Weinhall, who I don't know his claim, just that's his name, has written and I quote, a dead customer is an unprofitable customer. And kind of like when you break everything down, it's chemicals. Just when you look at a hamburger and you just say, oh, it's not very processed. It's just ground beef and bread. And then when you look and you put all the ingredients in bread in that, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, it kind of adds up. And now in recent years as well, a lot of people are turning to vegan alternatives or vegetarian alternatives because of the environmental impact. Um, I don't know if you remember last summer in August, the UN suggested to eat for us to eat less meat as a planet to help curb climate change things like veggies are said to use less water and land and reduce our footprint but well i know the canada food guide is definitely geared towards um plant-based plant-based meals now there's not much beef or dairy on there chicken stuff like that so definitely it's proven yep so and although part of what and even the world health organization kind of tries to push people towards more plant-based yep um but the pushback for thing for this climate change kind of argument is well almonds and avocados use a lot of water or this uses a lot of land or you know i've even heard like do you know how many like rats are killed by farm equipment like (laughs) picking vegetables but you know (laughs) six (laughs) doesn't sound like a bad thing to me sorry rats (laughs) tens of rats a year You know, it's a good argument. I feel it's more health healthy. Yeah. You can even they can have more protein in a meat alternative if the company decides they just want it full of pro chalk full of protein if that's what they're going for. So more than a typical piece of meat. Okay. So, nice, nice. You know, if that's your like argument, like oh, I need my protein. Yeah. yeah, and I do think companies look at things like increasing like other vitamins and minerals, like B12 that vegetarians need and things like that. Okay, especially just, just fortifying, just like milk is fortified. Yeah. Also, I have nowhere to put this in, but I came across the word yam chops, <laughs> 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 and I I always like the name tofurkey, but yam chops. I'm just throwing that out there. Let's kind of like the roast beef beast. So let. Let's go back. I can't wait. What's yeah. next, Dave? We're doing bacon. Bacon. Straight up bacon. Yep, made out of beans. I like the look of this because it's like dark and light. and You can cut it thick, too. I like that because we often cut our bacon pretty thick. Again, I wasn't sure how this would turn out, so I just did cut like a big square block of it. Oh, okay. Also, this one says vegan. It makes me think maybe the company isn't all vegan because the bacon specifically says vegan. So I was wrong. I I mean, I keep 
expecting everything to have a texture like tofu, which I really like, which is a kind of an acquired taste. So far, no. Or I expect it to be really dry like that lentil loaf you made that time like 10 <laughs> years ago, maybe even 15 years ago. Disappointing. Yeah. After the other stuff. And I wonder if that, it was almost like a bread-like texture. Yeah. The smoke itself was kind of like after the other stuff, and I'm basing it on the other stuff. Yeah. If we had started with that, not so bad. But I've had some really good fake bacon. Um, remember you went on a health kick a couple of years ago and made coconut bacon? Yes, yes, yes. That was delicious. So that's kind of where I'm com comparing it. Uh, health kick. I had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we started with that, I would have been more impressed. Maybe it's just sat there longer. Yeah. But I don't know how. We just took chunks of it. Would it have sliced thinly and we could have fried it like that? I think so. One... Like I said, I wasn't sure how it would cook, so I went thick. But I think a lot of these would be, I wouldn't worry about the crumbling effect. Okay. I will say it was better than turkey bacon. Yes. Yes. I do not like turkey bacon, but I will say it's better than that. And I would eat turkey bacon if I was forced. <laughs> if I needed my bacon fix and that's all that was around. Okay. So let's get into some pepperoni. Mm. Again, I heated this one up. I didn't know if it would need to be heated i feel like i want to slice it i don't even know how to just rip mm. into it <laughs> get your meat claws in there. i wanted to take this crusty the whole crusty part there but that's akin to taking just the cheese off the top of a lasagna <laughs> mm. pizza it tastes like pizza <laughs> like it's exactly pizza flavor that is good sort of a letdown with bacon they redeem themselves with the pepperoni. I feel like how I'm going to describe this sounds like a negative, but it's not. It's really chewy. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say it has the same texture as pepperoni. No, but, but the, the flavor. flavor is spot on. But I really like enjoy this kind of chewy texture. Yeah. Like I think it'd be great on a pizza. Although I feel like with regular cheese, not soy cheese. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a whole <laughs> <laughs> negative thing. I wonder though. If it would be better sliced on a pizza or crumbled on a pizza? I think sliced. I just like slices. I'd rather have slices with stuff instead of crumble. I picture crumble like sausage though, but which yeah. brings us to our next thing. Ooh, it's spicy. Sorry, yeah, sausage. It has a nice kick to it, but not overpowering. Yeah. So, so these are smokies. Smoking bangers. <laughs> it says in the package, where there's smoke, there's fire. And these bangers are lit. <laughs> also that same dead kidney bean wearing a fire a firefighter's hat <laughs> it's pretty cute i mean i think i've had soy sausages before mm -hmm. i think these mm. would be these were good but they'd be better on a barbecue in a bun yeah you know, um with a bun some grilled onions yeah some barbecue sauce maybe even peppers it's kind of sweet and spicy and... It has a smokiness to yeah, it? Yes, smoky. That's the word. It says right on the package. I didn't mean to just but blank out on you It there. wasn't overpowering, but all the no. flavors blended in well together. They were good. So those were pretty good. But I think we'll do a little recap after an ad from our sponsors. With Pod Power, ATB is making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, we're giving a Pod Power shout out to Let's Get Lit. Let's Get Lit is a poetry podcast presented by the Writers Guild of Al Alberta. In each episode, hosts Rayanne Haynes and Matthew Stepanek interview poets based on in Alberta and Western Canada about the power of poetry to support and promote arts and literacy. They also enjoy a glass of wine chosen to match 
the poet's personality and style while learning more about each poet and asking why poetry matters. You can listen, you can listen to Let's Get Lit on Audioboom or wherever you get your podcasts. Find out more at writersguild.ca. So what did you think? I was blown away. Um, so was I. I. I agree with you 100%. I don't know. I, I don't like to think of them as alternatives to meat because you can't really live up to the same. I like to look at things like this as its own entity. Yeah, I And can if see I that. would like it. And I would eat all of these except for the roast beast, but that's just a personal preference with the, the mustard. mustard, but the texture was great. I found yeah. it, maybe it's supposed to be sliced like a roast beef sandwich, but I picture it thick, maybe just because Avery cut everything thick, which is very Avery to do, <laughs> and put and fried it or baked it. Um, but yeah. I want, I, I felt it was like a really good burger. Yeah. It would be good like that. But. Yeah, uh, everything was great. I was very surprised. I wasn't expecting too, too much. I expected it to be all right. But this really blew me away on how great everything really was. I think the only one we were iffy about was bacon. But it wasn't like, bad. It wasn't bad. It just it didn't live up to everything else. It could have had more of a bacon flavor. Yeah, a little bit more smokiness maybe, but especially after seeing how much flavor is in the pepperoni. Yeah, that pepperoni. Is there something that really surprised you like Um surprised? Uh, maybe the the deli fowl? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't even know. I can't even describe that to by comparing it to something else. It's its own entity. It's its yeah, own thing. You're right. um, I would say the thing that tasted most like meat would or reminded me would have been the sausages, okay, the smokies, yeah. the smoking bangers. But no, I don't think there was. I think I w- everything that surprised me was that it was better than I had anticipated. It wasn't dry. It wasn't spongy. No, and it, it was flavorful. What about you, eh? Um, I was expecting that like beyond meat aftertaste, and I expected them to all be very similar. Yeah. Like I th- I thought everything was going to have that same flavor profile throughout. I was wrong in a good way. I think cuz they do use different beans. It's yeah. not all like we've I've had a lot of soy, soy pepperoni, soy hot dogs, yeah. soy, you know, but this they use their own beans, their own flavor profile but everything was different and that's what i liked about it the sausages weren't the same as the pepperoni and i think some companies get lazy and they have the same flavor profile for everything but this didn't and it was terrific it really was and i think they didn't necessarily go above and beyond to make it look exactly like meat and that to me that i one thing i think if you're vegan or vegetarian you don't necessarily want things that taste like meat because you, uh, some people don't like meat, so okay. they gave it up. Yeah. And why try to replicate that? I like. They don't have to replicate meat. I would have those sausages on my on their own. I think they'd be good crumbled up in a pasta. They'd mm. be good on a on a barbecue grilled. Uh, oh. The pepperoni would be great on a pizza. It would be great in a pasta. When you said that, I pictured like a pizza pasta, like crumble that up yeah put some tomatoes in lots of cheese yeah but i think that i think i'm gonna have a sandwich for lunch tomorrow with that deli fell i think that would be great on a sandwich i think i think you could just use utilize them in different ways and they're not always going to be the same the jackfruit the mm. ribs that on a like a crusty bun yeah yeah I'm just kind of, you're talking and I'm listening kind of but <laughs> the cooking instructions for 
the smoking burgers, smoking bangers, says to use a basting liquid so it doesn't dry out. Our favorite is 50% barbecue sauce, 30% oil, and 20% root beer. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I'd give that a shot. But I didn't find it dried out, though. No, no. I don't know if that's a testament to you being a good cook, and I hate to give you a compliment. <laughs> or if it's a testament to them. I, I, I didn't think any of them dried out, even though they were seared on the outside of some of them. Yeah. And they retained their moisture. The only thing that I would like to have different, and I'm going to go back to the ribs. The ribs were terrific, mm-hmm. I'd have to say. But I'd like to have that more of a pulled pork style jackfruit with that barbecue sauce. The barbecue sauce on it was terrific. Yeah. But maybe that's it. Like, I'd still eat that. But yeah. if they had another product that was the same as like a pulled pork, like pulled jackfruit thing with that barbecue sauce on it. Yeah. A little bit of hickory sticks on it on a sandwich. <laughs> Well, we have a lot of cooking to do with these, a lot of recipes to develop. I'm sure their website has some. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. I enjoyed it. It was a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. So I'm pleasantly surprised and very happy. I will say, Dragon's Den, you missed out by not giving them a deal. Yeah. So check us out on Monday on our podcast. I think we're doing turkish candy on the live episode so we're not doing granola bars because <laughs> i opened those today <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know what we're doing next wednesday but maybe turkish candy uh, as well <laughs> yeah we have a lot of turkish candy from our box opening so that yeah. was fun uh see what we find in our weekly yeah. grocery store run um yeah if you want to connect with us make sure you follow us on twitter at the mess hall pod or Send us an email at messallpodcast, or sorry, messallpodcast at gmail.com. It was uh, pretty awesome. And also you can look up the Every Good Butcher, the Very Good Butchers online. Yeah, they have a website. Yeah. Um, they didn't sponsor this episode. We <laughs> no. just thought we'd try it. So Yeah, but they're on Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. I just looked them up. Um, so it is a good to... product. I know it's not Alberta local, but it is definitely Canadian local and yeah. all about buying local, so... If you want a good Canadian product, this is definitely it. That's on trend. Yes. And thanks for listening.